Welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy Lassiter, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all the parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who've been there. Let's get started. In today's episode, I'm talking to Kathy and Kendall. Kathy is a mom of two grown children, Claire and Marshall. She's a retired teacher and a nanny extraordinaire. Like, seriously, she has nannied two twins and many others, and she is awesome at it. Kendall is a working outside the home mom of two kids. She has a four-year-old girl named McKay and a three-year-old boy named Brecker. I also want you to know that Kendall is my sister. So for as long as I can remember, Kendall has inspired me and passed along little nuggets of wisdom that, you know, back in junior high and high school got me out of a lot of trouble and drama. Like, for example, the night before I started seventh grade, Kendall sat me down in this serious, I'm your big sister, here's what I need to tell you way, and said, Ivy, two things, you need to be nice to everyone and you need to always do your homework. Two things I took seriously and I did. So now that we are adults and moms together, Kendall still inspires me to live a little deeper, see things differently, and approach life a little more open. Kendall and Kathy have known each other for a long, long time, but their lives became more intertwined when Kathy began helping Kendall with baby McKay. You'll hear about why this has become such a sweet friendship and how Kathy has made a huge impact on McKay and Brecker's lives. Here we go. All right, y'all tell me the story of how you guys know each other. Okay. Kendall, you want to start? I don't... When did I never not know you, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't think... No, really, because of your folks teaching us in Sunday school. We knew the stories behind all kinds of things. Wait, our parents taught you in Sunday school? Well, it's a couple, Gary and I. Really? Yeah, we were in that. I young, didn't know that. I did not know this. I, I remember this Sunday that you guys had to um, do a little skit in our Sunday school class. That's what was out at the activity <laughs> oh, center wait, what? about getting into church, going oh, to church. I remember that skit. Yes. Uh, how you get ready for going to church. Oh, that is and you were like, oh, you know, it's yes. like get in the gum car. Get in the car. <laughs> we we're all arguing, and then we get out of the car, and we're like, we're here at church. Yay! We all love each other. <laughs> Oh my, I vaguely yeah. do remember that. Yeah, so okay. as, as adolescents, I remember that part. Yes. But you guys were at our wedding. I have pictures. We were there. You were, were at our wedding. I have pictures you from our um, reception. So you've always <laughs> known Kendall, but when did, was Kathy a part of your life like right when you had kids or? Einstein Fagel, remember? We met over at Einstein's when you were pregnant and I was taking care of the um, taking care of Sailor Grace and uh, Harper, and we ran into each other at Einstein's Bagel. Okay, you step up. and then right. I, for I, my I, client, yeah, yep. I had not seen you in your greatness, <laughs> my <laughs> giantness. I was, yeah, yeah. That must have been like about November, sometime or late fall, right? So you were, you know, very pregnant, very pregnant, and. Um, then I guess from then on, then you we kind of figured out that Haley wasn't going to be needing me anymore, and she said, "I think he was kind of looking for somebody." Yeah, Haley well, no. would set that up. Yeah, yeah. Put that. Yeah, she would think mm-hmm. ahead. Right. So all I remember is my dad giving me a lecture when I was pregnant. <laughs> what are you going to do about childcare? And I go, I- I'll figure it out. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. 
<laughs> and I didn't know. And then I do think somebody was like, you should call Kathy. I think she's willing yeah, to take Haley's, care of a little yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I called you. I was like, mm-hmm. do you want to watch McKay? Mm-hmm. And yep. you did. I did. And that story has begun. But, but I felt safe because um, I'd known you my whole life. And you were a, you're a retired teacher, mm-hmm. so you know a thing or two, just a little bit about kids. You also have your own t- two right. children, and exactly. you've raised two kids. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I so it's like this is perfect. Yeah, and so um, she, it was like a family friend that that became a nanny. Yeah, mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit about like kind of the gap that you felt in your life with your kids and how Kathy stepped into that gap. My mother passed away in 2008 mm-hmm. of breast cancer. And so, and then Josh's parents, my husband is Josh and his parents live down in Houston. And so they don't have a grandmother nearby. Yeah. Um, and I am not the type that researches and reads like how to parenting guiding books right. at all. Like I like I don't think you've listened to this podcast yet. <laughs> I haven't. Um, <laughs> I do, I I did it. So when I had a baby, it was like I not only did I not have my mom around, yeah. and I didn't yeah. have um, Josh's mom physically around. Yeah, I. Also did not, I was working full time and I didn't read any like baby parenting books, like what to expect. So when I had a little baby, I was like, what do I do with this child? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have instructions that come with you? Like I was like, I don't know. She's spitting up all the time. Like, what do I do? And Kathy was a good sounding board pretty much of all the things baby related. I was like, Kathy, what do I do? And she's like, I think um, it's time for her to eat uh, baby food now. Like, like just kind of walking me through like some of the steps that. Yeah. It it was very useful. I think everybody needs that reassurance of, am I doing the right thing? I know. You know, yeah. I, is there something else I'm missing here? Yeah. You know, so that reassurance of I'm on the right track, but I just need a little tweaking or suggestion about, you know, how you get them to, you know, eat, you know, and start them slowly on certain things. And, you know, just to to, to go through the gradual um, progression as they grow. You right. Know, the teething and all that kind of stuff. Right. And... I think books and things are great. Like I, you know, I, for people who love to research and do that, like that's, that's great. But I also think there's something to have a real voice in your life that's going, hey, you're doing great and that's okay. Like just a real voice. And I think for a lot of people, their mom is that, their parents are that. Um, But when you don't have it, it's a, it's a void. Mm -hmm. Um, And finding that person that you feel safe with to, to share and all of that is is huge. Kendall, do you feel like you jumped right in, like, with Kathy? You just felt comfortable immediately. You were like, yeah, here, come into my space. And yes, I did. Like, because Kathy would come to my house every week, generally, I felt very comfortable. When someone comes into your home, they see 
everything, you know? Yeah. And so your dirty laundry and your (laughs) messes and yeah. Yes. Um, and so she would see me like trying and I I was working, I work full time. So she would see me trying to scramble and get out the door and deal with this and get on a phone call. So she would see, I guess a little bit how I interacted with my kids, how I was on the phone with my coworkers, how I dealt with my house and Josh. So, I mean, I would. I feel like you are a very weekly part of my life for sure. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I, I I felt very comfortable. I always was very comfortable. Yeah. Cha- I mean, sharing my life with you in that way, you felt like family to me. Like I never felt judged, or I felt like I could be comfortable. I didn't feel like I had to like put on a show for you or try to make sure everything looked perfect yeah. at all. Yeah. I always felt like I could be myself. Yeah. Can you pinpoint things that Kathy did to help you feel that way? Kathy, you're vulnerable yourself. Mm-hmm. You share too when you're struggling or have had a sad day or things are hard for you. So you and you're not you're not judgy. Your your tone and your advice is, hey, this would be helpful, or this is a way that would maybe be beneficial. I never feel like you nag me or judge me or are critical if you gave advice it always feels like a suggestion a, a suggestion or an encouragement here's how this could work you know yeah, yeah. not like a you need to do this why are you doing this uh, you know at all yeah because yeah. every situation's different and you just have right. to you have to try something different sometimes that first try and what you're trying to do work with your kids you've got to give it a try and if it doesn't work okay plan b yeah. You know, and, yeah. and you have to be flexible to the point of, you know, asking people and saying, hey, what worked for you? Or, you know, do you have a suggestion? And Kendall was always very willing to, you know, listen. And, you know, again, we felt like we had a, a common bond because of we, we love McKay and Brecker. Yeah. You know, and we want the, what's best for them. Yeah. And so, you know, we're all in for that. Yeah. How has been, like, how has being a part, because Kendall said you're, like, family. How has being a part of their home and their family impacted you? Well, I think in the beginning I remember vividly calling um, Kendall after she had McKay. And I told her I wanted to, you know, I was look, look, looking forward to her being, you know, uh, a part of their daily life with uh, McKay. And uh, my first thing is because of your mom. Hmm. You know, because she poured so much into my two children Aww. as a, as a, a pastor and as a friend and as that um, uh, role model for them. Yeah. Because um, you know, through camp, through one teeth four twelve, yeah, through Sunday school, and I just wanted to be able to give back. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, that meant so much. To me yeah. and to my kids, so this was a little. It was mm-hmm. it was fun to be able to say, "Hey, I can give back." Yeah, you I knew can. what it felt yeah. like for someone to love your kids. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and they she loved them unconditionally, yeah. and she um, loved them and cared for them and was concerned for them. So you know that just was like a God thing that said, you know, 
this this is good mm-hmm. because now I'll, and I it's, it's it's good to to pay back and to pay it forward and you know again as I go through things I feel like you know some days that God uh, if it's been a really tough day for me with um, some situations and dealing with my own my uh, one of my children has been frustrating and. Um, I feel like I'm not making any progress, and that situation, that relationship is yeah. kind of sinking. I can, you know, Kendall's kids are like my sunshine. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know. so being a parent to adult children, or you know, is can be just as challenging. Yes. Different different challenges, challenges. as you know, mm-hmm. small children. And isn't it interesting how being around different those different ages can be so like life giving to you, mm-hmm. like. Just to insert yourself, like, oh, to be around teenagers right now for me can be really fun. <laughs> it's like, you know, and yeah, sure. but the opposite can be true, exactly. you know, which is so interesting, you know. And it gives me uh, joy to be a part of their lives and they, uh, with uh, McKay and Brecker, that they uh, show so much love and affection toward me. And, um, you know, if you ever or have a down day, just I'll walk over there and it's, I mean, it's so sad. They when the Amazon when the Amazon people come by and ring the doorbell, our kids go, Kathy, no. And then when it's just the Amazon, they get sad because it wasn't Kathy ringing the doorbell. Yes. But yeah, it's a joy to be a part of their family and watch them as a family you know, develop and grow in their stages as infants now to, you know, three and three and four year old. So it's, it's fun to see the evolution and growth. Why do you think your kids feel that way about Kathy? Like, what has she done to make them feel so loved? Well, I think they really bonded with you by your love for books. Hmm. She would bring books over, buy them you know, at where do you get them? Marshalls, well, all, Home Goods, or Amazon, or wherever. Yeah. She yes. would bring books and read these books. And the way you read books is so fun. Like you read them and find voices, and you get excited and animated. And so that you taught them a lot. And you would read to McKay when she was little. Remember, mm-hmm. like it. Oh, yeah. And that Eight bounce, months old. And that bouncy chair. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We would bounce so and read. <laughs> I think you interacted with them. You didn't just, you weren't just like, oh, I'm here watching you. But you really engaged in, I think it was that teacher side in you that wanted yeah. to constantly teach as you were watching them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That made them feel close to you. And I think there's something... When you teach other people, it's like honoring that other person, even if it's a little baby. It's like mm-hmm. saying, you are worth being taught. You are worth engaging with. Mm-hmm. And so I think my kids, like, you made it exciting and fun. And so it made it, like, something to look forward to because you would frequently bring books. So they'd be like, we got a surprise. It was like a little yes. gift and a present, mm-hmm. you yes. know? Yes. And um, and you just, you're always happy with them. You love them the way they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I don't know what it is about books. I, I 
you do many other things for them Trends. besides just read, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But, but again, there's another into your mom, yeah. too. I knew how important reading was to your mom. Uh-huh. And that was another element. I remember her saying that you guys would read. Was it sitting on the um, stairs sometime? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. We share a lot of times with that. It talks about what she did with, with the kids. So those things I, I, I treasure. And I think that needs to be carried on as you, uh, as you grow as parents and know what, what's important to carry on as uh, a, a legacy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I think uh, whether it be through Bible stories or whether it be through classics that you yeah. continue reading to your children, because so many people give up reading to their kids when they get to start reading. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You need to keep reading with them, those yeah. chapter books and things like that. But yeah. again, it's there's something about reading. It's the closest kids always Im- immediately come next to that person. If you'll yeah. ever watch in Sunday school, yeah. uh, you know, kids will sit right next to you. Very seldom do you hear a kid or see a kid, someone reading to them, and they're across the room. Oh, that's exa- Yeah. Exactly they usually, right. unless it's like in the classroom yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But it's just they something, closeness that children seem to just gravitate to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, oh. Because, again, you take the time, say this is important. Yeah. I also feel like you know Kendall's kids really well. And there's something about also feeling known by somebody. Like, she knows what I like. And, Kendall, you always invite Kathy and Claire Mm -hmm. (laughs) to birthday parties and... Oh, yeah, you come to all of her birthday parties. Yeah. Um, and, and I honestly... You came res- to um, McKay's first soccer game. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and that's something that I respect that you do, Kendall, because I always second-guess inviting, like, oh, would they really want to do that? Like, do they really want to show up to my son's birthday party? Do they really want to show up to my son's soccer game? I would have never thought not to. I, I, I know, I don't know what that... and And... I feel like that's the truth of it. Are you inconvenienced by that, Kathy? <laughs> Heavens no. no. You know what I mean? It. No. Yeah. We love it. So it's like, for me, it's like, think about the adults that might, I second guess. I like, oh, I don't want to inconvenience anybody. Mm-hmm. And the reality is what I'm doing is withholding someone from being apart. Do you see what yeah, I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, open it up to them as an invitation. And, and they can say they, no. And they can say no. They don't feel comfortable about it. I mean, you didn't have to come to Altitude Trampoline Park, but you did. I, I mean, yes. you did not have to come, but you were there. Yes. Right. And talk about, so your daughter Claire, mm-hmm. tell, talk about what, because she comes too. Oh, yeah. She's, well, a, she's an adult exactly. living in the real world. Right. And she exactly. Shows that too. Well, well, she's so. been a part of her family. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that she feels like kind of an aunt, yeah. uh, not to replace any other well, no, ones, yes. but just in addition to. But uh, I think she feels a positivity of, you know, that they love on her just as much as they with me and they do with me. And they, again, she enjoys, you know, being being with them and loving on them, you know, always talking about something, you know, fun that they have done. Just yeah. those just sweet moments yes. that you just she are, loves that. Yeah, she does. And it's a, it's a good thing for her, a good ego booster for her that, yeah. you know, uh, they care about her and love her too. So. Yeah. Both of y'all, what what would y'all say to someone who's like, I just need help? I Like, I just think of people who maybe they've just moved here, they don't know anyone, or they haven't just moved here, and they're like, I have kids and I feel alone. 
how do you find and get what y'all have? Hmm. I mean, we found it. We knew each other from church. church. I think going to a church that does have diversity in age and life stages is crucial in putting yourself in places where you can interact and communicate with people in a different stage of life mm-hmm. than you yeah. is crucial. Mm-hmm. Because I think being a parent and hanging out with everybody else that's in the same phase of parenting as you are, it's like the the blind leading the blind sometimes. <laughs> It really is. It's like we're all drowning with toddlers and we don't know how to do this. You know? That is very true. It's true. It is. It very is. true. And I think you bond on different things, but there are other areas that you think, oh, I need some and, a little bit of wisdom here. And right Josh and I, when, at the beginning of our marriage, we did attend a, a, a church, but they were all, it was like a church community that was all people of the same age in the same boat. And we... I, we did feel like we were drowning sometimes hanging out in that community just because it was like, I have a struggle with this. Yeah, me too. Do you know how to fix that? No, we don't. Okay, well, we're just miserable here, you know? And it wasn't until I hung around you and some other people in our community, you know, when we went back to Richardson First Baptist where there was people in a different phase of life mm-hmm. And y'all have been there and done that, and you were like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. Or, oh, this is helpful. Or And and you had the time and the space because you didn't have a crying two- and four-year-old as right. well. Maybe you, a crying teenager, but... Right. Yeah, okay. right. a teenager, maybe a crying 27-year-old, yeah. but not a... You weren't bogged down by some of the changing thing, diapers, the and, change, yes. all the yeah. things that exhaust me. You had more time and space to for us to connect sure. because I know for me it's hard for me to connect to some of my working mom friends because eight to five they're busy. From five to eight they're dealing with their children, trying to put them in the yes. bath, and yes. then they're doing chores. For you, um, so here's a perfect example. I remember Josh was out of town, which he frequently is always out of right. town. Um, and for I needed, work. For work. Yeah. For work. Um, and I had to go to the grocery store, and I had a one and a two-year-old, and I was like, I, I, can't, I cannot get them out of their car seat and get him. I know. It was too much. It's, it's yeah. And this is, I guess, before Tom Thumb had pickup oh, online. I guess, Yes. It sounds silly. It was just two, no, three it years was ago. No, it was a new – yeah, this is a recent thing. Yeah. yeah. And I called you and I go, Kathy, can I pick you up and you just ride with me to the grocery store and you sit in the car with my children while mm-hmm. I go run in mm-hmm. by myself to the grocery store? Mm-hmm. And you did – I did that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were like – Birthday present one time yeah. too. One day was a birthday present. Oh, I just was like, I just need you to sit in the car, mm-hmm. be with my children. I go run in. And I'll be, and you did. Mm-hmm. Called her, and within a 10-minute notice, yeah. like, well, it was you, perfect. You have just called a, Kathy multiple times in tears, like, I just need help. Like, spur of the moment called, and you're yeah. like, I'll be there. Sure. Yeah, because it was rough. And we, I don't, this is where Kendall and I, being sisters, it's where we're different, though. Well, we're different in a lot of ways. Yeah, but, we are. <laughs> but... 
it is very hard for me when I'm at a low point crying and just exasperated to pick up the phone and call somebody. And that's that did something that I appreciate about you that I'm like, that you're like, I don't care. I need help. So I am going to call somebody and I'm going to let them into this mess. Mm-hmm. And you do it. And Kathy, do you think less of Kendall? Nope. No. No, we're a lot alike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So We've had conversations about yeah, this. Like, yeah. You know, so I'm like, why do yeah. I, why do I just not, why do I sit in that? Why do, why don't I want to include somebody? And I, it's got, it takes bravery to do that. It takes vulnerability to mm-hmm. do that, you know, and you've just done that. And I, I just admire that. Well, we bond also, too, with the husbands being out of town. Mm-hmm. And Gary was traveled a whole lot when the kids were little, too. So yeah. I get that, mm-hmm. you know. And even though I had a mom and sister in town, yeah. you know, um, so that helped, helped me significantly. But I totally get it when she says, I just need a break. Yeah. You know, sometimes just, I just, you know, want to go to Starbucks and just get a drink or just get out and drive for a minute. Just, you know, it, it, everybody needs that space of step back or when to go get the kids medicine. I've done that a couple of times for you too. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, yeah, you did. You picked up yeah. um, medication from CVS yes. one time for me. Who has time to wait in the CVS <laughs> line when you have a sick child? You were yeah. nice. You did yeah. that. I'm like, Kathy. no, I can't, you can't. Oh, so, yeah. you know, I understand that situation of I, I need help. And like, yeah. I would do the same thing and say, okay, I'll call somebody because yeah. I'm not going to sit here and worry about this, this, this. I need this now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I can count on this person that would say, and I, and I would be honest, and I told her that before, if I can't do it, I will be honest with you and I say, I wish I could, but, you know, if something's going on that I cannot, can't, uh, you know, cancel or whatever, then I would be very honest with you. Yeah. You know? You have good boundaries. Sure. In that oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't get offended if yeah. she tells me, no, I can't do that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'll yeah. try you next time. <laughs> exactly. Give me another <laughs> My next breakdown, I'm calling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're on my list. Yeah. Yeah. So, Anything else? Any other thoughts? For, um, for me, if I'm to, in my situation, a, a person that's listening this, that wants to get connected yeah. is in your church or your, even your neighborhood. But if you're willing to do something like that as a, you know, retiree or, you know, at this point, um, you're on your second um, career as a nanny as I am yeah. after teaching elementary level, um, contact your children's pastor yeah. and say, hey, you know, I would like to be available for a young couple or build, like, the mentoring, um, be a part of some young family's life in our church that maybe doesn't have family near or whatever, and step out and, you know, see, see what how, happens. See what happens because, yeah. you know, it, 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 you might be amazed because they'll bless you as much as they you bless them. Yeah, that's and, a good and, suggestion. And don't yep. be afraid to feel like, you know— uh, you know, just step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And say, you know, that sounds like something I could do, but I've never done it before. But, you know, may God, God may have a, a blessing in there for you. Right. Right. And your experience 
anyone experienced who has more years than a young mom. <laughs> right. They, it's helpful. They, they probably have more wisdom too. And we, it's like, we need that, you sure. know, we need it. So don't second guess your capabilities or, you know. Or your parenting skills. You might feel like that maybe in some situation you, maybe you don't feel you were the best parent to your, your child or whatever, you know, back out of that and just say, you know, you, you did the best you could. And, you know, just say, you know, don't let that hold you back to feel yeah, like you're, you're so inept good. because of a situation in your family life situation that you feel like, mm, you know, no one's going to want to have a parenting book from me. <laughs> Even if I'm passing out old you know, parenting books, they're going to go, oh, no, but that <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. But really, you you need to step out and you you could be a blessing yeah. to someone in this day and age where people are having children later in life in mm-hmm. their 30s and then i have some friends that are having their first kid in their 40s too yeah you're reaching and people move now they live away from their parents i think there's sometimes there's a lack of grandparent figures in people's lives or that person to call in the place of like a grandparent. Mm -hmm. And so I do think it's important to realize in your community that you may need that older, wiser voice in your life Mm -hmm. or those kind of friendships in your life, not just have everybody in your life that's your friend all your same age and your same face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then vice versa is true. Like I think – some people in older generations feel like, oh, they wouldn't want to hang out with me, or those little kids wouldn't want me a part of their life, or they. But you know, we may want we want that in your life, you yeah. know. And so I think sometimes there's that assumption like, would somebody want me to show up for their yeah. soccer game? Yes, they were <clears throat> thrilled. Like yeah. when you showed up, they were McKay was like, they're here, you <laughs> yeah. know. I think especially in our culture where we put a lot of emphasis on young, cool, hip, what I don't know. Relevant. What, relevant, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. And I'm like, no, people just want you to show up and love them. Like, I don't think – I think sometimes we believe a lot of lies surrounding that. Yeah. My parents always did it when we were never near our grandparents ever growing up. My parents right. were so good about – in our church, I can tell you the – three churches that I remember, and my parents always bonded with an older couple, and that was our surrogate for when we, for church. Mm-hmm. You know, there were three different couples that I can vividly remember, you know, having over for Sunday lunch, or, you know, having interactions with them, because we did not have family. Church was our family. Yeah. So you may have picked up on this during the conversation, but Kendall and I, as most siblings, are more different than we are alike. Most things that come very natural to Kendall are just harder for me, and vice versa. So for anyone into the Enneagram, this will make a lot of sense. I'm a three achiever, and she's a seven, the enthusiast. Kendall is naturally great at opening up her life to others. She cares a lot less about the way she appears. She cares more about being true to who she is. And Kathy is cut from that exact same cloth. And I absolutely love that quality. I love seeing their relationship. It's inspiring to me. 
that I, I watch them and I see, you know what? It's okay to have questions. It's okay to not have it all together. It's okay to ask for help. In fact, it's not just okay, it's good and healthy. And it's how this parenting thing was designed. There is a reason why God created us to live amongst each other in different ages and experiences. And maybe you more resonate with Kendall and Kathy of like, yes, why would you not share with somebody? Like, I I don't get that. But honestly, for me, it's been a journey to let people into my mess. It's harder for me because I have this little voice inside that says, don't share that. They won't think your life is pulled together. (laughs) I mean, I remember when Warren was a baby and I was breastfeeding and I did not breastfeed as long as my friends did. And I remember being like, I can't tell anybody about this because, you know, that this means I'm, you know, I won't be a good mom or something like that was the kind of voice inside my head. And it's been a journey to go, you know what? It's better to be vulnerable and open than to hide. And through watching my sister and watching her willingness to be open, I see the depth of relationships she has and the depth of relationships her kids have, the people her kids get to know. And it's a beautiful thing. It's something our world needs more of. I hope you found something that you can relate to from today's conversation. And thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or just want more tips for parents, let me know at ilasseter at fbrichardson.org. I'd love to talk with you. See you next time on the Four Parents Podcast.